This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on, $50 buys. All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual coming off of a very impressive victory at BKFC Thailand 5, capturing the Thailand strawweight title and getting a victory over Fanny Palumpi on November 4th, an impressive unanimous decision win, and very excited to be talking to the new title holder, Poe Denman. How does that sound? I'm very happy to be here. And I'm looking forward to what the questions will be. Yeah, for sure. I'm just curious because when we had initially spoken, you were talking about like the familiarity with Fanny from a previous combat sport. Like, did she, you know, show anything in this bare knuckle fight that maybe surprised you, or did the fight play out kind of how you initially thought it would? I suppose. Um, yeah, so before the fight, my coach and I, we had a lot of film studies, so we study her a lot, and we also study our first fight with Fadi, like, two years ago, I think, and we trained hard, we um, came up with a plan, we trained specifically for this fight, and we thought it through what would she bring out in the ring. And everything went very well um, as we planned. I could perform well. I listened to my corner. So um, it was great, yeah. And how did the moment feel getting the title wrapped around your waist and just presented to you? I mean, you've contended for titles and gloved boxing previously and definitely have great experience. Like, what was it like finding yourself, you know, cemented as a champion? Like, how did that moment feel to you? Oh, my goodness. I I couldn't believe that it was it was so unreal for me at that moment when I... I'm not sure if you have seen the picture of me holding the belt, getting yeah. the belt. In that moment, there were so many thoughts in my head. I was like, oh my God, we did it. Our team did it. Like the hard work paid off. And at that moment, I just want to shout and go hug with my teams. It was unbelievable. It meant the whole world to me, this fight. Like, um, in the couple in the past three to four years, we've trained hard, and this moment came right here in front of me in my hand. Yeah, I know the exact photo you're talking about. One of the things that I guess really struck me too was just like some of the people in the photo. Like, I saw someone hoisting you up, and just the expression on their face just had the same level of just you know passion and excitement. It just really shows that you know, family vibe at the gym and just how supportive everyone is, like TT and Peter and just, you know, the family culture at the gym and everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, like, when I looked at the picture, I still, you know, like the feeling of 
having tears in your eyes. I still have that feeling when I look at that picture and I have it on my uh, Facebook cover photo. And I love that picture a lot. I, I'm, I'm even thinking of framing that photo and even talking about that moment and that picture right now. The emotion just came back here. It's really strong. Yeah, I love hearing that and just seeing like a... Yeah, understandable. I mean, is it something that, I mean, I feel like it almost will be a thing that like sinks in even more in the coming days. I imagine right after the fight, it felt great, but I imagine there's still a certain sense of just enthusiasm about the fight. Or do you almost have to redirect that energy and focus to training towards the next fight? I guess I'm curious as to how all of that might work. Yeah, of course. So, um, we we just have some time to rest and celebrate a bit and um we just think that okay we have to get back not we have to we want to get back to training as fast as possible so to prepare for the next ride and as i said before that training is not something that we do to prepare for the fight but we train for passion we train um all year round day in day out uh, we train from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., sometimes until midnight. We we just so enjoy training. And at the training out at our camp, it's like a coffee house for our team. Do you know Friends? Do you watch Friends, the series? Yeah, I'm familiar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you are you familiar with the coffee house that everyone... After they work and at the end of the day, they spend their time at the coffee house. Are you familiar with the coffee house? Yes, I am familiar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the training camp, like the training area for us, is like the coffee house in that friend series. So we do our work, we work, we do our things during the day. And at the end of the day, we have time and we spend our evening together. And it's just, yeah, I... I'm looking forward to get back to training now. I'm just enjoying my time with my family for a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's a great comparison. It seems like it would be something that you would do even if you weren't competing, like maybe even being like a coach down the line at some point or like more so doing that if you're not in like a fighting sort of capacity. Is that something that you think about as more of like a long-term sort of thing? Like just kind of being still within that culture and still being immersed in martial arts, but in more of a coaching sort of role, I suppose? Yes, definitely. You, um, I'm not sure if you were there, Devin, maybe. Oh, no, not, not right. Of course, you're not in Thailand. I'm sorry. Um, so Shannon Briggs, he was in the event. And at his age right now, he still trains. He trains for passion, even though he's not active as um, a fighter anymore, but he still trains. And that is our passion. So we just want to train, even though we're not fighting anymore. We just want to train until we cannot lift our legs, our hands. You know, it's just what we love. I had noticed pictures of Shannon Briggs. Did you get to interact with him yourself or more too busy with your fight to really have, like, interacted with him, I guess? Uh, I interacted with him twice. So on the day of weigh-in, he was there as well, and we could talk a bit. He asked, he, 
very short text. He just asked how old I am and when did I start, and that was pretty fast. And um, at fight night, he was sitting right in front of my parents, <laughs> and then my parents were shouting, and he was like, "Oh, they're like." He, he knows that they're my parents. And after the fight, I met him again, and he just said, yeah, good fight. Just that, very quick. I was going to say his catchphrase is, let's go, champ. I'm kind of surprised he didn't say that to you after the fight. I'm not sure. Maybe he did, but I don't <laughs> recognize. Because I, I was so, you know, after the win, I was, filled with a lot of emotion i was so i was elated so maybe he did maybe he did not i don't know yeah i was just more so being a little silly but i mean you touched on something kind of interesting like what does i guess the rest of the night after something like that like how does that play out i suppose because i imagine you know a lot of intense kind of pronounced emotions like how does that i guess play out throughout the night like do you have a general routine you get up to after fights does the emotional i guess sentiment sometimes differ post fight with each bout or i guess what would you say to that after the fight right yeah just i imagine yeah me and my team we would just we would celebrate a little bit. We just have a quick meal and we chat about the fight, what we did well, what we did, didn't do well. And we just analyze the fights and, you know, just a normal evening after any fighters win the fight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just ma- imagine there'd be a lot of intense emotions. Great to hear that you're able to, you know, celebrate to a certain degree and, you know, enjoy it and all that, though. I guess kind of looking forward, though, I mean, I imagine the next one would be the Britain Heart fight. I mean, you guys were initially scheduled to fight on this BKFC Thailand 5 card, but unfortunately an injury sustained by Heart kind of scrapped that fight at that juncture, at least. Has BKFC communicated to you that that will be the next fight whereby you contend for the world strawweight title? Yes, yes. Is it kind of just predicate? Yeah, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. Please yeah. finish that. Um, hello? Yeah, what were you asking again? Oh, sorry, I guess I was just wondering if maybe they had communicated a certain timeline to you for when that fight could happen, or if it, I guess, just hinges on the injury she had, yeah. Yeah, for about the timeline, we're not sure yet. Um, so right now, I just can't wait to get back to training. And my next assignment is to take on Britain Hard for the world title. And we're going to train hard. The same thing, we do some film studies. And um, so we will, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the date yet. But sometime next year, so you know that the sham also has the injury on hand, right? She has a broken hand. So I think their Feldman and Nick Sherman, they might have to wait for her to recover too. But as of now, we will do um, our best at training to prepare for the fight. When, whenever the sham is ready, 
we'll be ready. Yeah, I mean, such an exciting, intriguing fight, but I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't get some of your thoughts on the main event of BKFC Thailand 5. I mean, you're someone who obviously has, you know, bare-knuckle experience and also Muay Thai experience. So, like, what were your thoughts on that special rules bare-knuckle Muay Thai main event that Buakau and Sanchai had? I think it was really exciting. It was... um like something new in Bernaco. Nobody has ever done that before. And Nick Chapman and Hikoff, they they could do that. And they brought the two legends of Muay Thai. They, somehow they brought them together and it was such a huge event, very well, very well organized. And I was so excited to watch them fight too. I like, I was cheering for them. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like it really got through to kind of a newer audience as well. I was talking to a former Buakau opponent, Kieran Kettle, the other day, actually, and we were talking about all of that. Like, it seemed like there was a lot of newer fans that were checking out both, like, the Muay Thai aspects, but also the, you know, bare-knuckle aspects. So that must be cool. It seems like they're bringing in a lot of new fans. It must have been a cool event for you to be a part of, especially with you being in the co-main event. Yes, I was so excited when I knew that I was going to fight um, at the Coleman event for that part. Um, to be honest, I was anxious as to uh, I was anxious too because a lot of people are going to watch um, the fight on that evening, including Thai people and people around the world. So I put a lot of pressure on myself too. To perform well, I wasn't thinking about winning, but I was thinking about how would I put my best performance in the ring on that night. So that that main card really gave a lot of pressure on me. At the end, did you feel like you were able to achieve that? Like you talked about wanting to have your, I guess, most ideal performance. Did you feel you ultimately had that there? Yes, definitely. I think the hard work pays off. Um, we could do everything as we planned. Well, not everything, but we could. We anticipated what would happen in the fight. We we did some film studies, so um, everything went well, and after the win, when I got the belt, the sense of relief just, I, I also felt the sense of relief, like, wow, I did it. Um, the pressure that I've been having for many months, it was initially going to be uh, the world title, but Thailand title was also a big uh, milestone for me too. So during that night, uh, that night after the fight, I slept really well. Yeah, well, I love hearing all of that and obviously a very exciting next fight in the bare knuckle boxing realm but if this you know special rules bare knuckle muay thai 
you know, becomes more of a thing, like maybe more of a circuit gets developed with that. Is that something you'd be interested in doing one day? I mean, you've had Lethway fights, and obviously I mentioned the bare knuckle and the Muay Thai. I would think that maybe doing like a special rules bare knuckle Muay Thai fight would be interesting to you at some point. As of now, I would want to focus on my next assignment, which is the bare knuckle boxing with Britain Hart. So that I will let that for the future. So for, for now, I would say I'm not interested in that yet, but who knows, maybe in the future I might be interested because I also know some Muay Thai, I also had some background and um, I, I also had fought in Muay Thai and less way. So I'll just leave that for the future. Yeah, for sure. I mean, such an intriguing next fight lined up. Definitely get why the focus is completely on that but you know i really appreciate you you know coming on and talking about such a big win poe i mean definitely was a quality performance to watch and everything but you know definitely want to be mindful of your time and schedule as well so i'm curious if maybe there's any final parting thought you might want to add as we're kind of wrapping things up here though yes of course um thank you so much for having me again it's a pleasure to talk you again tonight um and i want to thank bkfc um Dale Fieldman, nick chapman and Pigal for organizing this event and giving me this opportunity to fight for the thailand title and also the next one the world title i'm really grateful for that thank you all of them and you as well Oh, thanks so much. I mean, definitely a mutual thing. Definitely have enjoyed the conversations we've had <clears throat> so far and definitely we'll have to set up another one ahead of the Britain Heart fight. But thank you so much for coming on Bare Knuckle Radio and you enjoy the rest of your night. And yeah, impressive title victory. Enjoy that as well. Thank you so much. This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on. $50 buys.